Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back, everybody. When your child is diagnosed with ADHD, it's certainly a challenge. It's a game changer. Your world changes. You probably have been working toward it in terms of trying to support your child. But when that diagnosis officially comes in, now you got a different view of things. Where do you turn? What about medication? Is it always needed? What about the different types? I found somebody who is an ADHD coach. I didn't even know they existed. She is here. She has a lot of insight from her own personal view, her family as well. And it's great to have her back. Stacey Cannon, welcome. How are you? Well, thank you. Um, I'm doing well, and I appreciate you having me back. I think this is so important. And more and more cases of children are being diagnosed every year, every month. And then there's adults, which I'm hearing more and more. I've spoken to a lot of people uh, diagnosed later in life. They always thought that, hmm, I wonder if something's a little, little different here. And then something clicked in their head that maybe I should check into it. And then there's that. So why don't we start with today, medication. And let's start with your overall opinion of medication for a child that has ADHD. Okay. So, and this can be controversial. And before I jump into any of that, just know I'm not a doctor. So always talk to your doctor. Sure. And now we got that out of the way. So <laughs> disclaimer, uh, release. There we go. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those who is kind of on the fence. I did get back on medication for myself. My child is not on it. Um, so you know, I'm, you know, not one way or the other. It has to be what's right for you and your family. But with that, say you have your diagnosis, um, you know, your doctor, a lot of the times medication is going to be that first route, hmm. whether you're an adult or child. And you know, roughly half of kids who have been diagnosed are on medication for ADHD, and a third of um, adults are. And so, um, there's a lot that are going unmedicated, may need it, um, but, you know, one thing to think about is the risk of being on medication versus the benefit if you take it as prescribed, there's a lot of things to back up that it's generally safe. Hmm. Now, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but you're going to have side effects typically. And we all know the typical ones that are loss of appetite, um, insomnia, things like that. But one thing about this is ADHD is the most treatable psychiatric disorder. Say that again, the most treatable? Treatable, yes. Hmm. I never knew that. Wow. Well, you know, I didn't either until a few months back. And I was like, okay, that really got me thinking. Wow. 
There are things you can do, one being medication, and you can get, you know, things like coaching, um, you know, to to learn about all those executive function challenges and how to, um, you know, get in a better line with those. But, you know, just sometimes being on medication really can make a difference. I decided to get back on it. After probably a 20-year hiatus, um, a lot happened in that 20 years. Um, Medical-wise, as far as different medications and so forth, it was a kind of a whole different world. Um, Every day is a different world, Stacey. Introduce, you know, stress, (laughs) introduce, you know, life in general, changes, jobs, and all of that. It's, you know, so understandable. Uh I want to ask you. In your journey, now you said your child or children, child has ADHD? Okay. Yeah, I have two kids. One one is ADHD. Okay. Did they start on medication and then came off or you just decided, and I'd love to know the reason why you decided um, not to go the medication route? Well, um, you know, we... Back in the day when she was in elementary school, she's in high school now, that's kind of all I knew was, okay, you know, I was on medication when I was a kid through graduate school. Let's figure this thing out um, with medication. And then we just couldn't find the right one. And so it was just daunting. Mm. Um, just reactions, because there are different reactions you can get on medication. Um, sometimes coming off a of medication would make her angry and then and that was on stimulants and you have non-stimulants the one and i can't remember all the names um one of the non-stimulants made her super tired it's like okay you know where you know what's going on with this so we just decided to stop um and as she got a little bit older on her own she did get better and so that kind of helped us but the kicker was as she got older we decided to revisit some things and back in this was i think in like 29 no i can't remember when it was but um anyways went to a a new doctor because we had moved out of um the original um city um like six hours away and Anyway, so we went to this new doctor, and there is a genetic test you can take for psychiatric medication, and it's a cheek swab. I, I, I'm, I'm well aware of it. Uh, okay, good. I, I used uh, with my daughter just to get a baseline of meds and everything. Um, uh, Gene Sight, that was the one that. Yes, uh, yes, that's the yeah. one. And I- and I don't know. I mean, it it was very reasonable for it's us. Covered. It can be covered by insurance, but the company mm-hmm. says if it's not, you will never, ever, ever pay more than $300. Yes. And medical stuff costs a whole lot of money. And to me, for, for me, that's reasonable. Anyways, so looking at the results of that kind of put things into perspective. Okay, that explains why she behaved that way on this medicine and this medicine. But, um, you know, there's other meds that have come out since then. 
And I still didn't want to go the med route with her because she's just petite anyway to begin with. And um, she, at the time, was a big athlete. And and so she expelled her energy and so forth. But that's kind of why we did that route of no meds with her. It just messed with her. Mm-hmm. But um, it got me thinking, you know what? Maybe I should look at it again for me because the types of medication have changed since my day when it was like Ritalin and Dexedrine, um, from what I remember. And and we're talking, I don't know, easily 30, 35 years ago. Now there's what, Adderall added to the mix, right? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch that, I mean, some I probably haven't even heard of. Hmm. I, and, you, you know, know what? While we were talking about that, um, the genetic test, did you see in the, and there's three columns, there's basically red, yellow, and green. And green. And the ones that you want to stay away from are in the red. The yellow is like, hmm. And then the green is like, yeah, okay, green, like, go. Uh, did, for your daughter, did you see the meds that didn't work well in her system in either the yellow or the red columns? Yes. From what I remember, um, they were in the yellow. I mean, no, the red, the red. Hmm. And I want to say maybe one was in the yellow. But for us, like the yellow, you can kind of just try it out and see, like, in my opinion, um, you know, if it were me and those were my results. <laughs> um, but and see how it would make me feel. But for her, I think it was more in the red. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Everybody that I know, adults and uh, kids that have done that test, it seems to be pretty accurate. And I've spoken to different doctors. The majority of them say, why not? Give it a try. See what it shows. There were a few doctors and actually younger ones that told me that I wouldn't even I wouldn't even mess with that. Um, which I don't agree, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. a tool and based on what you're saying and what others have said, um, it, it showed the ones that people report not really working well for them for whatever the reason is show up mm-hmm. in the yellow and the red. So I'm glad it, we, that came up today. Cause it's, yeah. I didn't know until a good friend of mine told me about it. And it can just at least try to put you on a path, hopefully in the right direction Sure. and Instead of spending a month on this medication, oh, we got to go back to the doctor, report on it. If it doesn't work, you're back to the drawing board. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so you getting back on medication in, in today's world, call it that, um, did you did you find it was, uh, it, it was a game changer? Yes. Wow. Okay, good. Yes. Hmm. I felt like I was less anxious and... I mean, the usual, the stuff that maybe I would put off, I got done. Hmm. And the things that would stress me out, and for me as a parent and as a working parent, it was getting dinner on the table instead of, oh, it's so easy just to go grab something. Listen, I don't think I have ADHD, (laughs) but that's me. (laughs) I know, yeah, yeah. And where I live, we... We have a lot of just fast food restaurants compared to something that's 
a vegan restaurant or or something vegetarian if you want to eat healthy we don't have a lot of that um and so for us it really or me it made a difference and made me feel like i was a better mom yeah but i you know i want i'm cutting you a lot of slack stacy um Moms are busy in general. It's it's not easy yeah. to meal prep and prepare. Uh, if I, you saw my DoorDash bill <laughs> in a month, uh, and I have a 15-year-old that lives with me, your eyes would spin around your head. And my daughter even says, "I you know, I feel, and I now to make sure she eats properly. Uh, and a lot of teenage girls don't. And she's like, well, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I feel bad. I'm like, don't. We haven't gone to the you know, grocery store in like, you know, a week and a half. So I'd be buying it there. It's just showing up, um, but again, you know, not the healthiest choice. Trying to find the better choices with oh, yeah. fast food. Sure, and you know what? And, and nothing against anybody. Do what's easiest for you um, with your life. Um, but I think for me, you know, cooking is something I enjoyed at the same time. Mm, yeah, and okay. so I think that's what made a difference too. There's a di- difference there. Stacy can cook. Mm. Steve cannot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, I I can follow a recipe. Oh, I I don't have the (laughs) drive and desire if I put my mind to it. But anyway, um, so interesting in terms of, of medication, what would be your advice to somebody adult or child getting a diagnosis for ADHD? How would you start? You know, talk to your primary care, see where that takes you. Some may not be well versed. A lot of doctors don't get a lot of training in ADHD. Yes. Um, and I'm not talking about the, the psych doctors, okay? And, you know, they may refer you on, but that's a starting point. Um, and from there, they may recommend medication um, or, you know, um, something in combination with medication. But start there. Mm. And if now, this might be a good um, point in the conversation to kind of think about if you're going to your doctor for ADHD concerns, look at your whole life as far as, you know, medical wise, you know, mm-hmm. are you um, one that struggles with, you know, getting on that treadmill Are you one that, you know, might be a smoker or um, have, um, you know, obesity, things like that? Sometimes that precursor to all those can be ADHD. Because if you think about it, gosh, it's so easy to order that pizza. Or maybe you're just trying to soothe with cigarettes or something um Mm. is it adhd and so um that's kind of what when i took medicine that got me on the right track to i'm staying on track with um exercising and trying being more conscientious of what i'm eating and so forth Mm. but i know back to your original question start with with your doctor and it, you know, if you mention maybe some health things that are going on in conjunction, that may put it into a better perspective for your doctor. Yeah, I, didn't, I never thought of those things. And and by the way, that's why it's great that your 
such a wonderful advocate because this information isn't out there. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you could find a random YouTube video, but you know, short of that, maybe a blog or something, but you don't hear it from somebody. And the, it, it's a different story when it comes directly from somebody like you. Like, I feel right. like I'm in your house. I feel like I'm under, yeah, seriously, understanding the dynamics, especially you and your daughter both being diagnosed and the different, you know, um, dynamics within the both of you. And mm-hmm. even some of the things that you just said in terms of smoking and putting off things uh, doesn't necessarily mean you have ADHD. But, no, but when no. you have all the other stuff, maybe it's something you might want to consider. What would mm-hmm. be, you know what, what would be some of the other things that somebody might look at? Is it, is it focus issues? Is it obviously putting things off you mentioned, right? Oh yeah. Putting things off. Um, you know, all those like wellness plans and things like that. If you think about it, if you're one of those who has good intentions and may start, but just can't seem to stay on things like, for example, that, you know, that could be a sign of ADHD, of sticking to things um, when you when that's hard for you, and also um, emotional control. Maybe you have a short temper. I remember as a young mom, I had a short temper, and we all do. We all do. But look at the consistent. You know, we all have bad days, but if it's something that you know, when I wasn't medicated, when my kids would come to me, oh, I want to go get my nails done today. For me, okay, that wasn't in our plan. And that would get me worked up. Hmm. And so just kind of look at how you respond to things. Sure. And I mean, that's gotten a lot better. I'm not saying I say yes, but it doesn't um, bug me. Um it, I mean, yes, and it helps they have their driver's license. Um, so, anyways, but uh, some other things. stuff I deal with. I can't. It's like you're describing my life. I know. I need my lashes done. I need, can I get my nails done? Um, and it's. I think it's also you know, as a parent, I'm learning. It's about conditioning. You know, in terms of just yeah. because you ask, you're not going to get it. Sure. Or Absolutely. you're not going to get it now. Um, I guess it's about the expectations, really, you know, just in general. Sure, sure, those expectations. And, you know, we're talking about kids a lot, you know, with school. Um, What does the homework scene look like with ADHD? Um, Mm. Are there tears every night? Um, Are they doing their homework but forgetting to turn it in? Um, And, you know, some other things... Obviously, the chatty Cathy's and um, daydreaming and and look at how somebody is with boredom. Hmm. Boredom can be very troublesome to somebody with ADHD. They may get super antsy. And it's okay to be bored. But just kind of look at how they respond to it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And does that, that applies to both uh, uh, kids, teens, and adults? 
Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, mm. I mean, I I don't like being bored. My husband told me, he's like, you can't sit still. People tell me that all the time. I've and I don't realize it. <laughs> like and, I, yeah. I have and to force myself. And, and it's a running <laughs> joke from everybody I know. I'm in the media. I don't watch TV. I try. <laughs> I can't watch TV. It's just I get mm-hmm. I get bored. I'm I don't, I'm going to watch TV tonight. This is what I'm going to do. And all of a sudden, I'm on my phone or I'm doing something mm-hmm. else or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, I like to watch TV with somebody because I get bored. Sure. You know. Oh yeah. Everybody's oh, different. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody is different. You know. Everybody- I, I want to share something with you when we talk about teens and medication. Uh, it's a thing now that uh, especially teenage girls will push for an ADHD diagnosis or push those symptoms because they want the medication because it curbs your appetite. Mm. And if they're looking because of body image issues, which is rampant Mm -hmm. now, um, and especially teenage girls, there's a mental health crisis in this country. CDC uh, says so. Uh, just, you know, if you're a parent with a teenage girl, put on your radar. Just one of those things, mm-hmm. even though sure. the doctor may say, well, it looks like, and and I've seen this before with other parents, it looks like ADHD. So I'm going to put you on Adderall. Well, mm-hmm. it's not officially diagnosed. Quite honestly, I don't even know the process to get an official diagnosis, but teens will push. It's a thing now for Adderall um, and some of the other feelings that come along with it. Uh, sure. I'm just throwing it out there. I think it's uh, you know important. To and know. I think that's a valid point and to watch out for all of those things. Um, I think a doctor who follows somebody, especially a teenage girl on medication, um, one who's on top of it will be like, okay, if you find yourself not eating a lot, I don't know. I'm just, here's a, here's an extra shake to have if you're not hungry protein bar, you know, if you're not hungry. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Tell us about the process. If uh, somebody is hearing or watching this and thinking, wow, Bob, that's me. That's my life. I I don't know where to turn because you think about it, unless you're connected to another parent of a child who has ADHD, other parents, your friends, family, they're going to be clueless. They're not even Mm going to know how to handle it. And that's where you as a coach come in to, to support, um, starts with uh, somebody going to your website and then a phone call from there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to start, just go to my website, hillcountryadhd.com and feel free to give me a call. I've actually, I mean, if you're local, people have stopped in my office (laughs) and pop in, um, you know, unless I'm with somebody, I'm pretty flexible. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're, you're, you have a passion to help others I do. Uh, challenging in challenging situations like these. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be, I, I have to imagine having a kid or two is challenging in itself. Now it's a layer of ADHD and everything that comes along with it, school, uh, relationships and everything. Um, wow. It's, uh, yeah. And, and I, yeah, my kids are two years apart in school, or one year apart in school, almost two years apart in age. Um, and so it's like back to back. <laughs> yeah, I get you. So are mine. <laughs> I told, I told, just when you think you're done. No, but at least you have yeah. a little bit of insight yeah. from the older one. Um, <laughs> and the older one drives first, right? So that's good, too. 
yeah, yeah. So. But uh, Stacey, thank you so much for for all the insight. I'm glad we talked about this today. You're welcome. There's there's no real deep discussion about ADHD medication, and uh, there's not. I, you just have to find what works for you. And yes, it can be a game changer. It really can. Yeah. Uh, what's, and, your, what's your website? I don't think we. Uh, Okay. Clear. My website is hillcountryadhd.com. Gotcha. Hillcountryadhd.com. Uh, yeah. Free consult. Start the conversation. Yeah. You need help. You can't do this alone as a mm-hmm. parent or even just somebody diagnosed with ADHD because there's really nowhere to turn and your doctor is not going to be the uh, the last stop, I'm sure. Absolutely. In coaching or whatever it is your doctor recommends, or if you just want to find coaching, that can be a game changer too. Absolutely. Stacy. thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And we'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.